you doing? Holy cow, I thought we were going to start late, Stan. I thought we were going to have Gopher hockey on because, yay, go Gophers. I know, football's playing, hockey's playing. Yeah, it's that time of the year again. Oh, Vikings tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We better win but, that one. But, 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 Stan, Stan, where's the hockey game? There is no hockey. It's just like an exhibition, so they're not carrying it. Okay. But we'll have Gopher hockey next week. Next week, but that doesn't impact my show. No. All right, all right. We'll try to keep you updated on what's going on with all of, all of that kind of stuff. But good Saturday afternoon, everyone. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. I have a great show planned for you today. So much election news. So much election news. I don't even know uh, where where to begin. And remember, I've been saving some of it for the last few weeks because we've really been wrapped up in in the Kavanaugh nomination and uh, uh, finally confirmation. So that's good news. Hopefully, Jim Newberger is going to join us today to give us an update on his U.S. Senate race, which is going great, great, great. I I tell you, this is a sleeper. This is one to watch. I think. Uh, I think. I think you're going to really see a big shift here in Minnesota. I think they're tired of the Democrats. And in just a couple minutes, I'll talk to you about some of the failures of the Dayton's administration. What a joke of the last eight years, really. So many things that uh, people should be furious about, but the media downplayed or didn't cover or barely covered or covered for the Dayton administration. It's really, truly just shameful, uh, but we'll get into all of that. We'll talk about some of the lowlights. I can't call them highlights because they're lowlights. These are failed Democrat policies, uh, including everything from health care to minimum wage to the environment to taxes to you name it you name it it's just absolutely crazy plus one of the things i hear a lot is uh you know when they talk about how fired up i am about a certain topic or politics or or whatever and i, I want people to understand i'm not always in a state of of excitement or rage or anger or any of those kinds of things i really do have a wonderful awesome amazing life and i really do know how to balance my time so i'm not driving myself crazy all of the time although there are lots of things that happen that do drive me crazy um and because i have such a well-balanced life i will not be here next week john gilmore is gonna fill in for me uh while i do some family stuff so i'm uh looking forward to having the i know it's so close to the election but i trust john gilmore will definitely keep you uh, keep you up to date on that but when I was talking about how uh, people like listening to me on the radio because then they don't feel like they're alone. They like uh, meeting other Trump supporters or other people who feel strongly about a particular issue because then they feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm 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 not alone. There are other people out there that think like me. And it's just so refreshing and so nice to hear someone that says the things that I'm thinking all the time. And in some cases, uh, people are just afraid to say there was a great new poll that came out this week they cu- they said 80% of the people out there dislike political correctness and i think this is so so interesting because it's 80% of us are just sick of political correctness and they call us the exhausted majority which i think is so hilarious and it's so true because you know every week we i pick out a story or two from my pile of crazy and there's a whole lot of crazy out there to pick from 
In fact, I have a huge stack of crazy today. Um, but you know what? It's just nice to know that there are other people out there that feel like us. There is something that's making me a little irritable today. And that's because, do you know what Monday is? Who knows what Monday is? Monday. Monday, October 15th. Property Your taxes? property taxes are due. Way to go, Stan. And that should make everyone crabby. Because if you didn't see them skyrocket this year, you just wait till next year. Year, everybody in government had to have more of our money. Less for us, more for them. Uh, in fact, I just mailed my. Is that mine. more of a metro thing, though? No. I mean, like, no. Seven county or nine county metro, whatever no. they say it is. No. Rather than the outskirts. Because nope. I haven't, mine haven't really gone up in years. But they went up. No, they yeah. haven't actually. Did they go down? Uh, they've pretty much stayed about flat. the same. Yep. yep. So you're okay Within just a getting few bucks screwed here a there. little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you get to pay other fun things like a wheelage tax yep. and higher energy costs and higher sales tax and processing higher, fees. Yeah, 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 yeah. They get you coming and going death by a thousand cuts. But I mailed my property taxes today. Um, I put them in an envelope or I put them in a mailbox that doesn't get picked up until Monday because you only have to have them postmarked Monday. And I don't want to give them my money a moment. Before. Did I tell you I haven't got my tax refund yet? Oh, my gosh. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I know how you rail on me about that. I, I, I know. And I'm one of the last ones I, to get mine back. I get so mad at you, Stan. Why you let them use your money interest free all year long? You must be just rolling in the dough being a producer here. Yeah, sure. (laughs) All right. We're going to start out, too, here by saying, uh, Governor Dayton, get well soon. I hope you recover quickly with no problems at all. Governor Dayton had to undergo back surgery yesterday, lower back surgery. He's at the Mayo Clinic. He will be there, um, um, I don't know, a few days, I suppose. And you might remember now, this is, uh, he had this, he had this happen and had similar procedures in 2012 and in 2015. So he's down at the Mayo Clinic. He says, uh, anyone who has observed my walking in recent months has seen that I've had difficulties with leg strength and occasionally my balance. So this has been an issue for a long time. Isn't it weird how nobody ever knew that? Isn't it weird how when we would say over and over and over, where's Mark Dayton? Where's Mark Dayton? Where's Mark Dayton? The media never said a word. Nobody ever said a word. And it's just so absolutely ridiculous, shameful, really, the way the media covered up for Mark Dayton, the way they covered up for his physical issues, the way he they covered up for his mental health issues. The guy is 71 years old. He certainly never should have 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 gotten a second term. And if if the media would have been honest and done their job, I think we wouldn't have have had a second term of Mark Dayton. And I also reel on the media here in Minnesota. And when John Gilmore sits in next week, he'll probably have a few stories about what's wrong with Minnesota media as well. But the bottom line is under Mark Dayton's watch, there have just been 
one failure after another. And in particular, IT failures, whether you're talking about Minsure or Minute or Minlars. Uh, and we had more IT failures, uh, more IT failures came to light this past week, too. It's absolutely shocking, absolutely ridiculous. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. I think we're going to hear from Jim Newberger first. Uh, and then when we come back after we get the update from Jim Newberger on how great his Senate race is going. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on in uh, Dayton's Minnesota. You know the word that could sum up Dayton's eight years as governor? Failure. Total failure. Well, um, this past week, it turns out, uh, and I don't know why they kept this quiet for so long. This was a, a hack or a breach or a phishing scam or whatever you want to call it that happened during during the summer. That's the latest one that came out, the Minnesota Department of Health and Human Services, uh, which I, somebody has some explaining to do for me anyway, because um the the people who low income Minnesotans they go through Minsure so I want to know just exactly what was hacked I want some answers uh, and then I also want to talk a little bit about the uh, some tax numbers came in and MMB Minnesota Management and Budget came out with um, the net general fund receipts which were way way up five point nine percent more than projected uh, which. What does that tell you? It tells you that Minnesotans are overtaxed. They're overtaxed. And you know what? Minnesota still isn't operating on the same level as the rest of the nation. The rest of the nation is outperforming Minnesota. All I can say is if we wouldn't have had the Democrats and if we wouldn't have had Mark Dayton for the last eight years, what would the economy of Minnesota look like? I mean, can you even imagine with the weights tied around the legs of the economy by the Democrats in Minnesota, we see this sluggish economy, which even NPR had to say Minnesota's economy has been humming lately. Thank you, Donald Trump. I just Thank saw you, something the other day about uh, Minnesota being the least tax-friendly state. I know. Shocker. <laughs> I should I should find that story, Stan. Find that story. Maybe we'll use it after the bottom of the hour. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's hear from Jim Newberger, who's running for U.S. Senate right here in Minnesota. Stay tuned, everyone. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130 and com. Afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you listening. Uh, great guest coming up next, Jim Newberger, running against Amy Klobuchar uh, for our seat, Minnesota's seat, to the U.S. Senate. Uh, I told you, keep your eyes on this race. This is a sleeper. I think nobody, nobody's really paying much attention to this to this race. But whoa, Jim Newberger has done tons and tons and tons of great work uh, holding Amy's feet to the fire. Welcome, Jim Newberger. Burger, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, Sue. Thanks for having me on the air. It's really, it's always a great time to be on the Sue Jeffers show. <laughs> Appreciate that. Oh, Jim, every day I see you out there fighting. Every day I see you out there calling Amy Klobuchar on the carpet for whatever stupid statement she's coming up with <laughs> lately. That I mean, I just. I, she is such an embarrassment to our state, and Minnesota deserves so much better. And I thank you for sticking your neck out there. I thank you for working so hard. But now I know my listeners want to hear what's going on with the campaign. How's it going? What are you doing? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? How are you feeling about the race? Yeah, we're feeling really good, and so we are out. Uh, we're averaging about 400 miles a day now, and uh, we are on the road every single day been everywhere 
Well, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've been every, not only I've been everywhere twice, so it's uh, it's going really good. Uh, we're talking to folks. Um, I was up on the Iron Range, you know, that's classic DFL uh, country, and I was up there uh, last week and the week before, and I was in a little cafe, and uh, we were talking to some uh, some boaters, and I had this uh, uh, little old gal. Uh, she comes up to me. Uh, she she took me by the elbow when we went outside. She said, uh, "Mr. Newberger, I want to talk to you." And I said, "Sure." And she said, "You know, um, I've been watching these these uh, Kavanaugh hearings on TV." She said, "I am so disgusted by Amy Klobuchar." She said, "I've always voted for Amy." She said, "I'll never vote for her again." And I'm hearing that when, no matter where we go, that people are finally starting to realize that Amy Klobuchar, the Minnesota Amy, is not the same as the Washington Amy. And um, they are just disgusted, as I am too. Uh, you know, Senator Klobuchar had made the comment, "Well, this is not a, you know, this is not a hearing. This is not a trial. This is a job interview." And my retort to that is, since when did a job interview turn into a hearing? Uh, they, what they are doing to, uh, what they did to Judge Kavanaugh, uh, now Justice Kavanaugh, uh, was unexcusable. It was disgusting. Um, they threw him, his family, all of those folks under the bus. They will destroy anybody to achieve their political gains. And um, folks in Minnesota can see that. Uh, I've been calling out uh, Senator Klobuchar about this uh, on social media, on, uh, in, on the Internet, um, on digital media, and uh, they are just very silent about this. And we're going to keep calling her out on this because that's who we have speaking for us in Washington, D.C. I'll tell you, Jim, I think you really nailed it when you said the, that the Minnesota Amy Klobuchar is much different than the Washington, D.C. Amy Klobuchar. It's so true. And during the Kavanaugh hearings, I know we said repeatedly we were thankful that Amy Klobuchar didn't ask uh, Judge Kavanaugh which Twilight character or which vampire oh, he associated with. But I still feel like she embarrassed the state of Minnesota uh, just oh, yeah. by her, her yeah. behavior. Oh, absolutely, Sue. And and we've gotten to the point now where I'm 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 sticking to the issues. I'm sticking to what's going on here uh, in D.C. and also here in Minnesota. Uh, I'm I'm really sticking to what is under the purview of this of the office here of the U.S. Senate. And I keep hammering the issues too. But Senator Klobuchar will not debate me. Uh, she has backed out. There have been five events. Actually, there's been more than that. There's, there's now there's been eight events, uh, either candidate forums or debates, where she has canceled. She will not debate me. Oh my gosh! And, you know, eight Senator, of them. Eight of them. Yeah, at minimum eight. That's our. That's where our last count was. Uh, we've got a big network um, event coming up on the ABC network. Uh, I believe it's, a, it's KSTP, uh, where she's backed out of that as well. Um, she will not debate me and um because when i debated her at the uh when i debated her at the state fair oh my gosh jim you ate her for um, lunch you ate her for lunch no wonder she's afraid of you yep yep she is and you know when i when i debated her at state when i debated her at the state fair and i debated her uh, at farm fest uh at farm fest it didn't go well for her um i keep hammering the issues too and senator klobuchar just Senator Klobuchar just will not go there with me. Um, so at this point in the game, um, we're going to keep calling her out. If she won't debate me, then we're going to call her out for not debating me. Right. Um, I hope she does because, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Sue, the people of Minnesota deserve some transparency. 
Now, Senator Klobuchar might say, well, you know, I was busy doing the people's work out in Washington, D.C., and I was busy with these Kavanaugh hearings, and she might have some type of excuse for that. And my, my response to that is very simple. It's very simple. You know, right now, one of the most important pieces of legislation that our agricultural community needs to have happen, have passed, is the Farm Bill. And it looks like it's not going to get passed now until after the elections. And if where was our, where's our senator? Where this is, is our, our senator? This is so critical to our state. But yet, Senator Klobuchar, instead of being in Washington, D.C., and fighting every day for our farmers and for agriculture, which is the lifeblood of our state, instead of doing that, she's out playing political games uh, with these Kavanaugh hearings, and who knows what else is going to happen after this. So at the end of the day, Senator Klobuchar, you know, folks are tired of it. Um, I'm tired of it. The voters are tired of it. And as your next U.S. senator, I'm not going to do that. And we appreciate that, Jim Newberger. Hey, I have another question for you, Jim. Um, You're hearing a lot about the the farm bill, and obviously agriculture is very important to to Minnesota. What are the other issues that you're hearing about uh, also out on the campaign trail? Oh, really big. Um, I would have to say open, you know, the whole open borders issue in a sanctuary state uh, concept. Uh, Senator Klobuchar, she's really, uh, she's a supporter of the, of, of the open borders. And she's also a very big supporter of the current refugee resettlement program. Um, folks, we got to shut that down and fix it. Because right now we have some, not all, but some refugees are being brought here who do not want to live under American law. They intend to live under a different form of law a form of law that says you can beat your wife, a form of law that says you can mutilate your daughters, a form of law that says uh, that women are property. You know what, Sue? That's not okay. That's not America. No, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you're from. If you come to America, live under our law. If you can do that, you are just as American as anyone else. But if you can't do that, then don't come to America. But Senator Klobuchar, uh, she has rolled out the red carpet for unrestricted poorly vetted at best refugee resettlement it's a heavy cost burden to the taxpayer the local communities have very little if any say in the matter and you know what there's a security issue that's not being addressed so at this point in the game we need to shut the program down and we need to fix it to make sure that the refugees we bring in are coming here to be part of our community and those that are i say welcome we need people we need legal immigration we need people that are brought here as refugees who are coming here to be Americans, that as a goal, as a goal to be Americans, not just to hand out certificates of citizenship like coupons at the grocery store. You want to be an American, follow the law, go through the process. But Senator Klobuchar, she has rolled out the red carpet for just the opposite. That's a huge issue when we're hearing you all on, all wherever we go on the campaign trail. Okay, I got another one for you. I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Amy Klobuchar has been there 12 years now. Uh, Just over a decade ago, the Mm -hmm. average American employer-sponsored health care coverage had a deductible of $303. Flash Mm -hmm. forward one decade, and that number now sits at $1,350. Premiums have skyrocketed. Not only uh, has it cut into the pay that people people receive, but they're now that so much of our money is not.
not going into the economy, not going to take care of our families to put a roof over our head or food in our stomachs or pay the outrageous heating bills that we have here in Minnesota. Instead, it's going to an insurance company for an insurance policy that we don't necessarily need or want or, for that matter, can even use. How big of an issue is health care on the campaign trail? Through health care is, is enormous statewide, no matter who we talk to. Um, I have people that I talk to, and, and for folks listening here at home or in their car, um, I am a state representative, so I've been dealing with constituents for six years. Obamacare, Minster, that whole program was, was a flat-out fraud. It was a failure. And people um, are telling me that with their co-pays and their deductibles, I've got time and time again, i got people that are telling me, Sue, that out, they're out-of-pocket expenses. Sometimes they're ten, twelve, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 before they even see a nickel get kicked in from their insurance. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. You know, the underwriting industry went away. The underwriting industry for insurance um, for insurance plans dried up with Obamacare and Minsure. They squeezed everybody into one big government package, and it's not working. And health care, we have to do something. We have to put Obamacare in its grave and bury it forever. Because oh, thank it, it God, not- Jim. Thank God we have to bury it. Okay, yes. Jim, I have to take um, a break here. Can you stay with us through the break? I have a um, I have a couple callers that want to talk to you, and I have a few more questions for you as well. I'm here for you, Sue, and, uh, and for your listeners. Um, I'll, I'm here until you, you hang up on me. Okay, well, I'm not going to hang <laughs> up on you. And, and if anybody wants to call and ask Jim Newberger a question, he's running against Amy Klobuchar uh, for U.S. Senate, 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. And when Jim comes back, he will also give us contact information so you can uh, get a hold of him, ask him about whatever issues important to you, uh, send him a big fat check so that he can pay for touring all over the state of Minnesota. And you can also go there to sign up to be a volunteer to to help Jim beat Amy Klobuchar so he can be our next U.S. Senator from the great state of Minnesota. So hang on, Jim. Listeners, we'll be right back. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and com. Saturday afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. I have with me uh, Representative Jim Newberger. He is running against Amy Klobuchar to be our next U.S. Senator from the great state of Minnesota. And I can't thank you enough for being with us, Jim. We've talked about several issues already. We've talked about the farm bill. We've talked about refugee resettlement. We talked a little bit about about health care. Um, and, and we're going to get to some of the callers too in in just a, a second here but i want to go back to health care uh jim do you feel like health care is the number one issue or do you feel like every different area that you go to seems to have a, their own individual take on what's the mo- most like I, I, when you were talking about the ag bill it started me thinking okay when he's out state maybe he hears a lot more about the the agriculture issues but in state it's more but i feel like health care is an issue that crosses all regions. Is that true? It is, Sue. And I would have to say that um, there's, there's, two, there's two sides to this issue coin. Uh, there's the global issue. I would say that the number one uh, statewide issue would be health care. Uh, if you go around the state to the different congressional districts, health care is equally as important as some local issues like mining up on the range 
or Enbridge, the pipeline up right. north, or farming around you know CD7 or CD1 or the southern parts of CD2. Um, or you get into you get in more into the metro. You've got uh, education disparity. Um, the, the, you know that you and I both know that the Democrats have been in control of the metro for 50 years, but yet their students keep failing. Um, at the end of the day, there are local issues, but the overriding statewide issue would have to be healthcare. Has to be, and I'll tell you, Jim, I'm not voting for anyone that isn't going to repeal Obamacare. So where do you stand on Obamacare? Uh, Burn it at the stake. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I look at all the the money and the pain and suffering and everything that 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 Obamacare has caused and Minshew here in at the state level. And I mean, it just breaks my heart to see what people are going through. It's crazy. Well, when when Obamacare first became the law of the land, uh, Senator Klobuchar has been a champion for Obamacare since since it was first an idea. Right. And she had pushed for it and pushed for it and pushed for it. And during the final uh, days, right before Obamacare became law of the land, there was an amendment that was offered in the Senate, on the Senate floor, and it, was, it simply said, it was Rand Paul who offered the amendment, and it simply said that if your state is already doing a good job, you can opt out. Now, Minnesota was the model for the nation. We, had, we were on the right path. Uh, could we could we improve a few things? Yes, but we were the model of the nation, and one of those things was Minnesota Care, uh, which, by the way, will dry up uh, next year because of Obamacare. Mm-hmm. But there was a, an amendment that said if your state's already doing a good job, you can opt out. In one fell swoop, Senator Amy Klobuchar voted no on behalf of five and a half million Minnesotans. She said no. I want to put all of you into this big government program. And you're all just going to, that's the direction you're going to go. She said no to us opting out. That was the final nail in the coffin. Uh, that got rammed on our throats in 2013 in the Minnesota legislature. I sat there on the Minnesota House floor and watched this whole nightmare unfold. And I sat there for hours, for days, listening to the Democrats pontificate on how wonderful Obamacare was going to be and how compassionate it was. And they just went on and on. You know what? I couldn't keep my doctors. My health care went way up. It was way over $2,500. And you know what? My health care has decreased. And right. you know what? That's what I'm hearing from everyone I talk to. From everyone. everyone I talk to. And yep. what frustrates me, Jim, is, you know, I hear everyone talking about, we're, about pre-existing conditions. And I try to explain to people that we need to have, we need to redefine pre-existing, pre-existing definitions. For example, mm-hmm. Jim, you and I don't need maternity coverage. We just, um, no, we just I don't need don't. it. So no. we need to redefine, um, we need to redefine pre-existing condition. And we also have to isolate pre-existing conditions. They exactly. cannot be shoved in with all the rest of us because of that. So many of us, do you know, I don't even have insurance right now. I don't even mm-hmm. have insurance. You know why? Because it is outrageously expensive. Mm-hmm. So expensive. Yeah. I don't know. And, and I have, I would have like a $10,000 deductible. It's like, this is absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to buy mm-hmm. one of the short term policies, uh, so yep. that, that, t- that can tide me over until I figure out what the heck I'm going to do. Or more importantly, until we elect enough people like you to, to repeal every single word of Obamacare. The other part that drives me crazy is all 
this talk about opioids. And you talked mm-hmm. about the refugee resettlement again um, earlier in the show. And it just makes me so sick that they blame the opioid crisis on the doctors and the and the pharmaceutical companies. And they totally, absolutely ignore all the drugs coming across our borders, whether it's yeah. heroin or cocaine or methane. Those open border policies are killing us. Absolutely. And Senator Klobuchar, and that goes in with the illegal immigration issue that we're trying to trying to get ahead of. Senator Klobuchar uh, does not support securing the border. She is uh, she's totally in favor of this, this open border concept. And, you know, just I want to touch back really quickly with that whole pre-existing conditions yeah. lie that the uh, Democrats are telling you. And Jeff Johnson, our governor candidate, has really addressed this well. I know. Um, you know that's what they're trying to beat him up on that. And you know what? It's not true. Uh, right now, if you have a pre-existing condition, they, ha- you, they have to give you insurance. You cannot be denied from your insurance if you have a pre-existing condition. And so what the Democrats have done is they found this strange little loophole that doesn't that has no merit, and they're trying to strangle Jeff Johnson and the rest of the conservatives with this, trying to say, you know, oh, we're gonna we're 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 not gonna we're not gonna take care of you. That's that's not true, and we are gonna take care of people. But getting back to the open borders. Uh, with the drug trade, the drug trade flourishes. The illegal drug trade flourishes because there's no control at the borders. Right. It just drives and me that crazy. Is, that is that is something that border control will take care of. And you know, we are at a crossroads at this election. Um, everyone, you know, as we as we talk about this, everyone is acutely aware that we've got two choices. We can either move forward and and make America great. We can secure our borders. We can continue on a path of economic prosperity. Or, or you can vote uh, for my opponent, and you can vote to go back to the old days of Obama, where we had stagnation, we had big government, we had overregulation, and we had all of these uh, experimental socialist programs that that they don't work. Period. Not only do they not work, they're they're abject failures. Right. And they are hurting. They are hurting. They are hurting the people of Minnesota. Yep, I agree 100%. Okay, we're rapidly running out of time, so let's take these callers' questions uh, real quickly. Pat, you're up first. Do you have a question for Jim Newberger? Hello? Hi, Pat. Do you Hi. have a question? Yes, I do. I'm, 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 well, a couple of things I thought of. Now, the first <laughs> question I had was, Amy, during those Kavanaugh hearings, I was just so appalled. She believes the woman, of course, we need to give them uh, their say, but yet in Minnesota here, she doesn't believe the women. She believes the man, Keith Ellison. Oh, good point, Pat. And I'm going, yeah. what is this? She's against the, the, she's for the man if he's a Democrat. She's against the man if he's Republican. Is this political? And then the second point, when you're talking about all the health care, I'm concerned about, they say Amy is so nice. Well, she's so nice that she is. Not allowing women to, you know, to have their babies protected when they feel pain during an abortion. Right. I don't think that's very kind. She wants them ripped apart, and she won't uh, vote for that pain-capable act to prevent those babies from being ripped limb to limb when they feel pain. I think that's not so nice when they say Amy is so nice is what I hear. You're, I don't think that's nice. That so is not nice, point. Pat. And you know what? I'll add another thing on there. They, Amy likes to uh, to uh, shout from the mountaintops that, yeah, women's choice, women's choice, women's choice. But then you know what? When it comes right down to it, she voted for Obamacare. That means government gets to decide what happens to your bodies. That's not nice either, Amy. Oh, that's absolutely true. And Pat, thank you for the uh, thank you for the question and the comments. 
Uh, there was a lot there, but let me touch on this. Uh, first of all, if you, uh, if you research just for a minute on Google, you will find that George Soros, who is financing this resist movement, who helps to finance, um, in part, um, part of Keith Ellison's campaign, had a big fundraiser in California earlier this year. Senator Amy Klobuchar was a keynote speaker at this event to raise money for Keith Ellison for George, through, through George Soros's, uh, through his organization. Senator Klobuchar also voted no against the very first appointee to the CIA who was a woman. That's a milestone. You know, Senator Klobuchar was the first elected female senator from Minnesota, and that's something she's very, I wish she should be very proud of. And mm-hmm. she Mm-hmm. But then when it came time to have our first CIA director, who was a woman, she said no. She still supports Al Franken. Remember Al Franken? Right. Everyone seems to have forgotten that. He was and an embarrassment. Keith El- yes. And she still supports Keith Ellison. So, you know, uh, there's this, I, and, and she wonders why, people wonder why she won't debate me. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know why she won't debate you. Okay, Jim, yeah. we got to take another quick break. Uh, Kevin sure. and Julie, be patient. We'll get to you. Uh, and then don't forget, I'm going to have uh, Jim give us contact information for how you can help his campaign in the final uh, 24 days before Election Day. we got to make sure Jim Newberger takes out Amy Klobuchar. We de- Minnesota deserves better. So stay tuned, everyone. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Good Saturday afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Sue Jeffers. I have with me Representative Jim Newberger. He's running to take out Amy Klobuchar. Minnesota deserves better. Uh, We want to do what we can to help him win. Uh, I'll tell you, this... this Amy Klobuchar has been there 12 years. She's driving me absolutely crazy. Uh, I just think Minnesota deserves so much better. Uh, hi, Jim Newberger. Thank you so much. Hey, before we, I lose track of time or whatever, you there, Jim? Jim, Jim is gone. Okay. Oh, oh there you are. Okay. Okay. There you are. I'm like, hey, where did he go? I thought I hung up on you because I've been good at that. Jim, before we get into the rest of these questions and we wrap up what we want to say about your campaign, will you tell everyone where they can find more information? How can they help you in these last two or three weeks and where they could send big fat checks to you? Oh, thanks, Sue. Yeah, it's real easy. You can go to my website. Uh, it's just Jim for www.jim4ussenate.com. Excellent. Um, it's just uh, real easy to jim4ussenate.com. Uh, That's where I'm at. You, easy to find. You can donate there. Um, we're uh, putting together a statewide radio campaign. We've really been heavy on the digital media and social media. That has paid off in spades. Good. Uh, and we're working really hard. Um, it's going well. We're doing print ads as well. Um, and uh, it, But the biggest thing is it, we're finding is retail politics. We're getting out and talking to people. I, you know what, Jim? Not enough people realize that you talking to your neighbor about a great candidate that you heard on the radio on Saturday, it, it just it just spreads it so much further than than people can even imagine. And I talk a lot about how the Democrats are so coordinated. I wish the Republicans were co- more coordinated than we are, folks. You've got to, go, especially in a midterm election, when you see people 
not as many people turn out as in a presidential year. You've got to go out and vote. You've got to take your friends and neighbors out to vote. Uh, we just Jim's exactly right when he talks about how, what a what a pivotal election this is and how important it is that we get rid of Amy Klobuchar, get rid of Tina Smith, get rid of Governor Dayton and his and his type of politics. It's time for something new and different. We've seen already what Donald Trump has been able to get started. Let's give Donald Trump the resources that he needs, not only here in Minnesota, but in Washington, D.C., so we can really make things go. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, uh, you know, getting back to our, um, did you have callers or did you want me to I, touch I, on uh, the I, previous I do have I do have callers. I'd rather take those and then we can wrap everything up with uh, you and I. Kevin's up next. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the show. Thanks for taking my call, Sue. I do have a question for Jim Newberger. But first, Sue, I figured out a way how you can get health care for free. How? All you have to do is put on a burqa and go in there. Oh, <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah, um, no, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Jim Newberger is hitting, hitting all the right uh, uh, points with the health care. She needs to keep hammering her on that. He needs to hammer on the bringing in of the MS-13 gang members that are wreaking havoc all over our country and the, the unbelievable murders. But also he might want to ask Amy about why she said nothing about the transfer of $1.7 billion in settlement to Iran and the $400 million cash. This was all done secretly to Switzerland and then on to Iran. Why didn't Klobuchar call for an investigation of Obama into this? Right. She's our hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil senator. Here's my question uh, to you, Jim Newberger. Oh, Kevin, thanks for the you, question. Do you, you have a plan to look that. into the possibility that the Democrats and the, the Klobuchar cronies are going to try and uh, commit vote fraud in this election? Well, there's a, there's a couple of things that you touched on there, Kevin. I want to unpack that first one with the Iran deal. Um, make no mistake that the Jewish community in America, and especially Minnesota, are very uh, – they've, they've been thrown under the bus by Amy Klobuchar. She supported Obama's deal to get Iran that nuclear uh, the nuclear program, which will allow them to develop nuclear weapons. Iran wants to destroy and wipe out Israel. That is unacceptable. And I called Senator Klobuchar out on exactly what you're talking about, at the NPR debate at the State Fair. We've got it on video on my website. Uh, you can go there. You can watch watch the last 10 minutes, last 5, 10 minutes of that debate. Um, we cover that extensively. And Senator Klobuchar could not adequately answer the question. She danced around it. Um, the American Jewish Congress has, has graded us as candidates. They gave me a 100%. They gave Amy a 55. The last time I looked, 55 is an F. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate that phone call. Uh Julie, you're up next. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sue. How are you? Great. Do you have a question for Jim? I do. I had never heard Jim speak, so I'm glad I happened to tune in today. Wow, me I'm too. Fifty eight year old woman who runs her own business, so I'm self employed. So what is it you're going to do for me to give me affordable health care now that I'm getting older and things are going to start breaking down like they do? <laughs> I'm older well, than you, and they haven't broken down yet, Julie, so careful there. <laughs> well, thank you, Julie. That's a great question. First thing we're going to do is we're gonna, I, I would strongly push uh, going back to a free market because the more choices you have, the more the quality will go up and the less it will cost you will have 
a much better system. But I also support having uh, bringing back, making sure that we have some type of safety net like Minnesota Care. Uh, we can bring back a, a better version of that for the vulnerable, for those who cannot take care of themselves. Notice I said cannot instead of will not. For those who cannot take care of themselves, but we go back to a free market open system where we bring in as many uh, as come one, come all, and we bring in as many uh, programs as we can or, or insurance companies as possible. Now, there's also uh, another alternative that we're looking at really hard. Uh, Dr. Shuliani's uh, program, uh, it's where you would, uh, it would, it would be it's, it's an employer driven program that would follow you the, your entire life. Uh, and it would be set up kind of like a MediShare program. It's very intriguing. I've had a number of meetings uh, as, as an alternative for that as well. But suffice to say, I will fight. I will fight for everyone in Minnesota to make sure that we get affordable health care with choices instead of getting rammed into this big government program. Because, you know, when it, when you boil down to a big government program for health care, two things will happen. I promise you, two things will happen if Senator Klobuchar gets her way. Patients will die and bureaucrats will thrive. Yep. Hey, Jim, I have um, I just want to insert my foot in here for a second. I'm really glad that you're open, open to hearing other people's ideas on, on how to make uh, health care affordable and how to make health care accessible. But I want what I want people to understand is we want choice and we want affordability when we go out to buy clothes or when we go out to buy food or when we go out to buy anything and the idea that all of a sudden we need government to manage our health care and our insurance and that we need government to hand out subsidies and government to hand out rationing and government to regulate and government to price control it just drives me absolutely crazy i think one of the best things you could do would be to give that take that that tax break away from the employers and give it to the individuals that mm-hmm. it's there's just there's so many solutions out there in fact in the next segment i'm going to talk a little bit about some of those some of the important things that are out there ideas that can actually uh i think work to reduce the cost of health care but you know what jim you summed it up perfectly when you said if you reelect amy klobuchar you're going to get more of the same failed policies that we've seen for the last 12 years so not only more of the same failed policies, but you will you will be if she gets reelected, she will continue to champion those policies. It's one thing to be a rubber stamp for those policies. It's another thing to be a catalyst for those policies, and that's who Senator Klobuchar is. She's been in office for twelve years. She wants six more. That's eighteen years, folks. We can't afford this. Absolutely can't afford it. Jim Newberger, I can't thank you enough. I only was going to keep you one segment. Look at you. We're on like 40 <laughs> minutes now. So, Well, thank you, Sue. You, your, your show is one of the best on the <laughs> um, You get my blood pressure up and you get me fired up. You know what? You, you are not allowed to retire ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not planning on going anywhere for a super long time. But you know what? You have some. I, I really think it's important that people hear who you are and what you stand for and how important this race is. And I really feel like uh, more people are waking up that Amy Klobuchar does not represent Minnesota. And I think they're looking yeah. for something new and different. I think you're our guy, Jim. Thank you, Sue. I appreciate that. And you know uh as we move forward, I can tell you that the, the race is a lot closer than most people realize. I know. Uh, this is not a two-way race. This is a four-way race. <laughs> There's two other candidates in this race, and uh, we are working hard. We are going to run 120 miles an hour until the polls close. 
Thank you, Jim Newberger. Good luck to you. I'm sure we'll talk to you before the election, but keep oh, up yeah. the good Thank work. You. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, love Jim Newberger. Check him out. Send him money. Do what you can to help his campaign. And most importantly, get out and tell your friends and neighbors about it. Uh, all right. When, when we come back, we're going to focus back to Minnesota again. We're going to talk about uh, some of the crazy things that have happened under Governor Dayton's watch. And why would you would want to vote for another Democrat to lead our state is absolutely beyond me. Well, and I have lots of other things to talk about, too, including... Well, I'll tell you when I come back. Stay tuned. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.